Hey there. Welcome to Intuition Your First Sense. This is Vicki. Thank you for listening. This is my 67th episode. That's a little fun, crazy. Um, had to do the math and add it all up to make sure we line up with the reporting well and to also know when the end of this uh, season would be, you know, getting a little organized here in the oh-so-steamy Berkshires. I don't know how it is where you are, but wow, is it warm right now. And uh, this episode is one that I have been contemplating doing and then put it off and then put it back on the list and then took it off the list and decided, you know what, we're going to jump in because it's it's not a difficult conversation or topic. It's just a um, an ex- explanation or a how I see where we are right now and perhaps some of the energetic and yeah, even spiritual reasons that we're experiencing this time of uh, social separation, physical separation, although some people aren't stinking listening, um, and also the coming together of other groups and how, and, and people just showing up in such amazing ways. So I decided after speaking with a client last week and she asked me how I saw what we were going through at this time, And when I said it to her, she's like, whoa, you need to talk about that. So thank you very much, Miss T, for giving me (laughs) a little push to do it. I get so many ideas and things I want to talk about and bring to you. And then, like anyone else, I can get in my own head and really think, ah, they already know that. They don't need me to say any of this. And then I thought, you know what? We're having a conversation. And the conversations may be in email or comments on the podcast. Uh, Don't forget to leave a review. I'd really appreciate that. Thank you very much. So we may as well talk about disconnection and what we are going through right now and how and what we can do to shift that. So hang around till after the theme music and I'll be right back. So thanks for sticking with me. I appreciate that you are curious and that you're expanding. I know I listen to a bunch of podcasts. It's my primary form of entertainment, which is why I love doing it so much. And this platform allows me to help you help with this um interaction with this understanding with expansion and growth and all of that so hopefully it's doing that so full disclosure if you notice a difference in sound i'll try to edit it but eh, don't do a lot of that and on the end of all this i just realized my microphone was not plugged in and i was recording off the laptop so i'm going to trust that it's working and I really miss the recording studio as much as I love all this techie stuff. 
it was so nice to look out and see one of the guys sitting there or Allison sitting there saying buttons are pushed this is shifted <laughs> and we're ready to go uh, last week's episode I ended up recording the first 10 minutes and my microphone was on mute so yeah things are going well over here at intuition universe <laughs> So the subject of disconnect, disconnection, what I actually said to my client was, I feel like this time that we're in with COVID, with Black Lives Matter, with um, the politics, with school systems going through everything they're going through, and just everything that's up in the air right now, families are figuring out if they even stinking like each other anymore. And people are really deciding if the, the ones they've been hanging out with are the ones that they want to continue to hang out with because of these belief systems that are coming up. And what I said to her was, it feels like this time where we've physically isolated, even though we're rolling out of some of that in our phases, it really does feel like we are mirroring the disconnect that people were walking around in prior to it. So while I do not believe that we manifest or create a, a massive virus in order for us to learn, I always believe that there's we can learn from every situation. And you know, the law of attraction is there and very helpful in that because it will put in your face what you would need to learn and it's up to you and myself to pay attention to if, if we want to learn. So the disconnect that's been mirroring, I feel, is, so think of it this way, if there was a governing force of energy that said, you're just not listening, I'm going to assign this, I don't believe there is. But if there was, I feel like the COVID thing was a little bit of go to your room and think about this for a minute. Go get clear on what it is that you, how you'd like to live your life, what's working, what's not working in your life. And some of this has been so, so emotionally, physically, spiritually, energetically draining that some of you may not have had the time to even consider this yet. Maybe you're just arriving in a space because of, maybe you're on the front lines, maybe you were a teacher and you were teaching others and at home with your own kids trying to figure things out, or whatever your current situation is, it's relevant to you, and maybe you haven't had the time, so this would be a good time to learn about how the our experiences and our world and the energy will present opportunity. And I've been saying that all along, that this is an opportunity if you'll allow it to be. So once you have the moment of it, um, recognizing that sometimes we get a cosmic two by four, you know, sometimes we get smacked upside the head so that we can get clear or we can ask what's not working here, what's not resonating for me, it takes, I think, a lot of courage to be able to ask that. Sometimes in my work, I'm the one bringing that to someone because I don't believe they're completely avoiding it. I think it's just not clear to them. 
and part of my job is to bring clarity to what the blocks are what the fears are um, what could be going on underneath that the subconscious is doing such a brilliant job that it's blocking the person from seeing so I don't think everybody is walking around disconnected through choice however we are in some ways all of us practice a form of disconnection either through self-preservation or through practice um, maybe someone never learned to connect maybe that was not taught in their family environment or they didn't have the opportunity to grow up in a family unit so the idea of connections quite literally did not get formed in their brain space i i've seen it to be possible and i've worked with people and i know you can shift that and you can create it however being aware of it in the first place is really important so the practice the some of the shutdown that we've gone through while it's creating its own stress and, and its own traumas for some um, i do believe that there's an opportunity to ask in and of yourself have i been disconnected have i been walking around a little numb and i what i did was i pulled together some reasons some circumstances of what i've seen in the disconnect because i saw this disconnect in people for the last 20 years in their own lives and that process that we go through of reconnecting oneself to themselves so i'm a guide in it but what ultimately i want everybody walking around so connected to themselves that they're living whatever is their truest experience of life and i think that will go out exponentially and then we'll all connect better so my store was called connections for a reason it was not only because i really liked saying to someone you know who you have to call or i know a person i loved all that but it was also because i was trying to convey the message that connecting to self is a gift that you give yourself um connecting to others connecting to the earth connecting to spirit is why we're part of the reason we're here I don't believe we're all one, but I believe we contribute to one energy that is so vast and has so many different dynamics in it that it makes this playground of life fun. And sometimes the playground has, remember those merry-go-rounds that <laughs> you'd hang on to for dear life because someone was spinning it so fast and <laughs> you were afraid you're gonna fly off into the bushes? Well, sometimes this playground of life has those too, but it also has really cool slides and, you know, uh, sandboxes to connect with people. And I feel like we have to bring some of that connection back and we have to do it consciously and bring our cognitive to the game because we're so, it's so easy to get disconnected that i think there has to be a little bit more effort in order to connect so 
sometimes in those connections, it can feel like you're giving up a part of yourself, but that's vulnerability. And vulnerability is a superpower. It's amazing. It's awesome. Because once one learns that when I'm vulnerable, I'm actually open to the blessings of life. I'm open to experiencing. And I just don't feel like we can do connection without vulnerability. Because um, Brene Brown has a great quote that says, Staying vulnerable is a risk we have to take if we want to experience connection. And I completely agree with that because I feel like in order to see another being um, and, and to, to really recognize the essence within them, some part of us needs to be seen too. And I, that's why I said, I think it takes courage. I think it takes some bravery, but we got to step up here because if we get any even further disconnected, I don't even want to look at what could possibly happen. So it may feel like you're giving up a part of yourself, but I promise you, you will actually be receiving and you will be securing a part of yourself because through the practice of acknowledging and identifying your own spaces of disconnect, you will also be releasing any pains or any traumas or any um, unsupportive beliefs, anything that might be in there that perhaps came in because of relatives or society or all of that. So we have to be willing to look at it like anything else in order to change it. So another reason there might be a feeling of disconnection, because I don't think that disconnection is all bad. I, I really don't. I think sometimes, and I'll get into this after the break, that what we can do about the connection. Sometimes I really think that that disconnect unplug is super necessary. So sometimes we have a disconnect or feel a disconnect because sometimes you just need some space. Sometimes we just need to be with ourselves, of ourselves, and have some time to ourselves. And when my daughter was young, I taught her about I called them mommy timeouts because intuitively, and I didn't knew nothing about intuition at that time, um, at least from a conscious place, intuitively I knew if I didn't have some kind of break, I was not going to be the mother I was striving to be. So I used to tell her they were mommy timeouts. And by doing that, she wasn't in trouble. You know, there wasn't anything going on. It was just that I needed some space and she learned from a very young age that when I was in timeout, she wasn't allowed to talk to me. <laughs> so she was always a really good play by herself kid anyway, but she learned to take those moments for herself as well. And I can't even say I was doing that intentionally. I was just trying not to lose my shit. So um, sometimes we just need some space. Sometimes we have to create that space. Because if you don't create that space, you will manifest disconnect in some way. And it could be that, 
you know, people just don't want to call you anymore because you don't call them back because you are taking space, but you're not doing it consciously. So sometimes there's disconnect and, and following up on that idea because the maintenance of all of life, it just seems like too much and it can be. And that's exactly why I feel like this time of um, physical separation was and is mirroring what we can create in our own lives on a healthy level so that we don't have to be inconvenienced or pushed to a place where we finally pay attention. Because when there's too much on the plate and we get overwhelmed, we short circuit in some way. And sometimes that response is a disconnection. And that's like when you see people out and they're sitting at the table together and they both have their face in their phones, I. I always think, yes, there's an addictive quality to this, but that's a form of disconnection. I'm here with you. Somehow we're justifying it. Well, we ate dinner together, but did you freaking look at each other's eyes? You know, did you have a a conversation? Did you ask how the day went? So that the technology makes it really easy to disconnect. And we have swung the pendulum way too far in allowing ourselves to be distracted by the device in your hand or the remote or you know always being on so that feeling of overwhelmed rather than looking at it and saying okay I'm going I need to give my brain some space and then I need to say no thank you to things Um, we just have to step up to the plate and be willing to do that so and, and some of this happens because we slide down into lower chakra living. That's what I call it. So when someone is in their root chakra or their sacral chakra, so that first or second area, it's very much about this physical life. It's very much about the materialism of life. And that's okay. Having things isn't the issue. The things being the priority is the issue. When things take the place of connection, there is a real big disconnect that happens. So when we slide down into the lower chakra living because we are in survival mode, because there's too much going on and we don't know how to handle it, um, disconnect has to happen because in most of the time we just work more or go I saw so many people posting that they can't wait to get back to shopping because that means life is normal and I was thinking holy mackerel somebody missed the boat here (laughs) because while I can agree that it's wonderful to be able to you know pop out to a store and grab something the idea that retail therapy and that going shopping means normal to you there's some inventory that could be done Um, because what is it that you're avoiding what are you disconnecting from that shopping just became how you feel alive good place to start anyway um and the the Often I find people are avoiding what wants to come up naturally. What happens as a part of our growth or our expansion 
is that at certain times in your life, you may feel more willing to look at experiences you've had in the past. You may feel more willing to talk about some of the trauma that you've gone through. And going through this now has really brought up ancestral trauma. It's brought up individual trauma. It's brought up stuff that uh, families are now having to look at, which I think is fantastic. It's hard and it's not always the most pleasant way to connect, but it's necessary. So trauma of the past is also a reason sometimes people will, uh, people will avoid the pain that's coming up or they'll stuff it down so that they don't have to look at it because maybe maybe you're not aware that once we do look at it it dissipates just a smidgen so it's it, it can be easier to get distracted by work or the drama of social media or other people's lives and everything so it's the different ways people come to disconnection are valid they're theirs this isn't about judging of it it's about if you want to look at your own life here are some areas that i see as most prevalent in people and it can you know just give you a little bit of bird seed to follow so um, sometimes the i see in people that they'll pull back or they'll disconnect because it feeds a certain part of their psyche that wants to be pursued, that wants to be chased, that wants to be sought after because maybe there's some low self-esteem there or there's a feeling of unworthiness. Um, so if you're someone who's ever thought, um, how come someone doesn't contact me? I've had people say this to me, actually. You don't contact me enough. Well, I'm going to assume if you are entering in a friendship with me, you'll realize that I do not need to be joined at the hip with anyone. I've never been that way from birth, I believe, <laughs> from soul level. Um, and yet I've had this conversation with people saying, it's not... It, it's not that I don't value you. That's a double negative. I do value you and our friendship, but if that's the type of reassurance or connection that you need, please know it is not going to be purchased at this store of Vicky. Because the idea that someone else can fill us up is false. It just doesn't exist in an authentic way. Uh, so if you are or you have someone in your life who is pulls back and then they show up and then they pull back and then they show up. Now, I'm not talking about life schedules or, um, you know, other priorities are somebody else's, somebody's kids are always a more of a priority than a friendship. It just is. Even though Boy, do you need friendships to get through raising those kids. Um, so if you have someone or you are someone who will say, well, I just need you to validate me or I need your attention. Need is always a key word there that someone is lacking something within themselves. 
I'm not saying point this out. I'm just saying be aware if it's in you. Perhaps some therapy or some coaching or something would help you find you so you're not looking outside of yourself. So sometimes it can look like someone's disconnecting or you may be the one disconnecting because you get a little bit of a hit when somebody does pay attention to you. Um, other adults are not responsible for our happiness. They just aren't. So um, it's sometimes can absolutely be a biochemical issue. And I think it's important that if you're in a, in a relationship, you know, relative or otherwise, um, that you're aware that if somebody has those tendencies, it's been depression in the past, then yes, I do believe that you reach out and you ask, can I help or um, what's going on? But be aware that there are different levels that happen within relationship with that if someone else is disconnecting or if you're the one disconnecting. If you're feeling like you just don't want to be around people, sometimes that happens to me and it's not depression. Uh, it, I love that expression. It's just too peoply out there because I think you can love people and not want to spend all your time with them. So... Sometimes people get, we just get caught up in the busyness of life and again, the maintenance of it all. And we don't even realize that months have gone by. So a lot of this is about consciousness. A lot of this is about being present and allowing for the idea and kind of the scanning of am I Am I disconnecting or am I taking recharging time? And I'll talk about that after the break. So uh, sometimes I find that people think all these social media connections we have are real connections. So they don't invest in the face-to-face -face time with people. And there's a, there's a premise known in business that your social media accounts are not owned by you. Like all the people, all the subscribers I have on the various platforms, as a business, they're not mine because if Facebook shut down tomorrow, there go, you know, 3,000 people. But in an e the email is what you own. And yes, people can unsubscribe, and I recommend if it's not for you, you unsubscribe. So the idea in business is to build your email list. I know there's still a lot of talk out there about the social media being in. I just, doesn't feel right to me. I love my little community. Um, so my email list people tend to get additional emails. They get other material that doesn't float to social media and not because I don't love you guys, but I feel like this is something that I needed to do in order to appreciate and really feel grateful for those that are willing. And I know how many emails I, oh my goodness, how many emails are out there every day. And I'm just super appreciative if somebody says, yes, please put your information in my inbox. So this to me is a way of describing, are those relationships real? I feel like some of the social media, it's, it's not because it might just be somebody who's trying to increase their numbers. And I, 
happen to know I have a, a just the most amazing subscriber base because I don't pursue those pay for number things. So I feel like using this analogy, very long-winded analogy, Victoria, but using this analogy are the people you're connecting with. I feel like my email are people that, even though it's through technology, I have a history with. I, we go back and forth, people respond to the emails and I get back to them. And I feel like there's just a, a greater level of, of um, connection there that social media in being its scrolling, rolling thing doesn't have. So where are your relationships, when you look at them, are they disconnected because they're only through technology? Now, we're going to have to put some brackets around this and realize that if for the last three months, we have not been able to just get together and hang out with people. So I'm talking in an overall picture rather than don't get picky uni on me and say, but Vicki, because of COVID, I know because of COVID, I'm talking lifetime um, and experiences. So there are, listen, there are as many ways to disconnect as there are to connect. Um, I think it's important though, if we want to contribute to a universe where humans are seen, valued, heard, um, loved, and you know we're included in that, then we have to each do our part in looking at, am I disconnecting? Am I at least being aware and conscious of it if I am? And am I doing anything to shift it? We don't have to be connected to people all the time. I don't think that's sustainable but looking at where it's being done unconsciously can bring um, some awareness to the whole situation. So when I come back, I want to just cover a few areas and you know how sometimes people just say, well, this is all the th these are all the things you're doing, stop doing them. I, I don't think that works. I'm somebody who needs steps. I like examples obviously I love analogies. If you've listened to any one of my shows, there's bound to be one in there. And so when I come back, I'm going to give you some of what can you do about it? If you are recognizing a disconnect in your life, what can you do about it? Did you know that most people work with me as a coach because they want to move forward in their professional lives? And then they realize once we start working together that it's a whole person approach and I am going to help them move through their blocks, their fears, some of the trauma they've experienced and to create a much more aligned life. So many times I hear, this is not what I thought I was signing up for. And that's such wonderful feedback to have because if you're signing up and working with a coach and everybody does it the same, are you really being seen as an individual? At Vicki Baird Coaching, I do it all as an individual and I would love to work with you. Go to VickiBaird.com to check it out and see if you'd like to work with me. Thanks for coming back and for hanging out with me today and being curious, I hope, about where you might be feeling 
a disconnection because bottom line, it's a disconnection to self. It's not all about other people. It starts right in home, right? In, in you. So being able to recognize, am I disconnected with myself? Have I lost interest in what I love to do? Am I going through the motions of life rather than actually being in life? Because connection is about being in life. That is not, does not mean about productivity. It's not all about being productive. It's about an essence, a connection, or a, a liveliness that exists there. So a presence, if you will. So one of the ways that when I can feel myself sheltering in, pulling a bubble around me, and spending a lot of time by and with myself, one of the things that I think about is all of the humans that are on this planet. I, I not, obviously I can think about each one individually, but I really do spend some time thinking about how exciting it would be and how much I love meeting new people and finding out about them and learning about their past, about their loves, about you know even their hurts that they're working through. So remembering that humans are doing the best we can at that time. And right now, all of this is pretty new, um, what we're learning, although we've always had resiliency. So you can depend on that. So I'll be easy on myself and ask, um, how can I further appreciate people? It doesn't mean I have to even leave my condo. I can do that through my heart center. I can do it through thinking of someone living in um, Australia who's doing animal rescue, for instance. I don't know why that's coming up, but it is. So one of the ways that you can you know, ease back into connection is eye contact. So often people don't make eye contact. And... I'm finding, especially wearing the masks everywhere, that I'm working harder to make eye contact and allowing, you know, having that little bit of soul-to-soul connection and just acknowledging that I see you, I see you over there, and I try to, you know, let it be known that I'm smiling underneath my mask. A little hard because I have a full face one, but... <laughs> um, or when I'm out running or if I'm on the bike, I try to convey that to people, um, make that eye contact because that truly is where we reside and it's so touching sometimes. And I find that people who are scared to connect will look away and that's okay. Um, but I can only do me, right? So I ask of other people, truly ask them, like, how you doing? What's going on? Um, and I had a wonderful talk with a guy at the grocery store this morning, and I walked away just feeling so lit up uh, for that connection and for him being willing to share his story with me and his time and for, you know, laughing about the f fact that I bought 
parsley and thyme, but I didn't pick up any sage, you know, stuff like that. That's a connection. And I appreciate <laughs> his name is Mark um, for having the humor and making the checkout time so much more fun. So in that you see the worth in others, you see the worth in yourself and making that connection and kind of time stamping it almost like it always feels like especially if it's someone i don't know and we're passing and we're not having conversation or anything like that i might never see them again but it always feels like there's this little time stamp that happens by taking that moment and making that connection and it i feel like it helps me to feel a worthiness within because I want to connect with my fellow human being. So in being able to see the worth in others and being grateful, especially around here, the restaurants are opening, you know, see that value in the whole staff, everybody that's really um, twisting themselves inside out so you don't have to cook for you anymore. So that can be a practice that you take out. You don't have to tell people about this stuff. You don't have to say, I'm working on my connection practice. Would you please make eye contact with me for 10 seconds? That's creepy. Uh, but you can do these things on the go and see how you can increase your connection with your own spirit, with your own soul by engaging in some of these behaviors. So obviously unplugging from technology literally turn the devices off not just upside down but turn them off break that addictive habit you'll be okay i promise you you will be okay there it are still emergency services someone will get a hold of you you can take the time to absolutely disconnect and the reason i say turn it off or put it on do not disturb and in another room is we have to be able to be awake and power down and I feel like and I know in myself and I've seen it in others if that phone is there and there's the potential that there's going to be a notification or a ping or something then one part of you is always on alert I don't even have notifications on my phone with the exception of my business email I don't get notification for my apps because that makes me want to check them. And that's the point, right? You know, they, they know that. It's like a little bait thing. So if you want to feel connected with self, you have to look at where am I wasting time? Where am I putting it in that energy? That freaking cell phone is not going to remember you after you croak. <laughs> it's just not. It probably still live on because it doesn't recycle. But it's not going to remember you. And I have met with many, many people who were in their 80s and 90s and, well, some younger too, doing a little bit of life review or wondering why their family doesn't want to spend any time with them. And they can't believe it's because of this addiction or the distraction that they have with technology. And then, you know, the, the challenges that I put forth are, well, then just disconnect from that and see what happens. You, you just have to be your own laboratory. If you're not willing to do that, I, I just don't think you get to whine later on that you're lonely. <laughs> I 
So unplug from the technology, turn it off and, and, and disconnect. And while you're doing that, maybe you could go into nature. One of the things I love about hiking, I don't take my phone with me. Um, I put my, my watch on do not disturb. Yes, I love technology, but I feel like I have a good relationship with it now. I didn't always, but um, I just totally turn it off because I want to feel the energy that's in nature and the restorative properties that are there. And knowing that I'm not gonna get a text or a phone call or a ping from LinkedIn or anything like that just allows for the shoulders to come down and it allows me to be more present with my surroundings, whether I'm with someone or I'm on my own. So nature's really good about that. So, and you might get interrupted by a chipmunk, but that's kind of cute. So, although they sound like bears, like they, they're just so loud. How does that little tiny body make so much noise in the woods? If you need to take time for yourself, and I hope you do take time for yourself, be honest with people. Um, I So often people will come to me and they're so resentful of others asking them to do more and do more and do more. And I'm like, well, where's your no thank you? They're asking you because you keep saying yes. So where's your no thank you? Where's your own boundary and your own respect that says that's not going to work for me? Because honestly, unless it's a medical emergency, there's no obligation to say yes to something. You just have to weigh it out. And are you doing it because, like I said earlier, you like to be pursued or sought out for your knowledge? Or, you know, when people say I have a need to be needed, I'm like, oh, we can work on that. Um, so a desire to help, fantastic. A need to be needed, mm-mm, that's not healthy. So take that time to recharge. You plug in your cell phone, you plug in your iPad, you plug in all these other things, but do you ever plug yourself in and just recharge? They have these things, they're called books. And they have paper in them. And you can, you, you do have to change, you do have to turn the page. So if there's a little bit of engagement, recharge with a book. It doesn't mean that you have to be super present to every little thing that's going on. Get lost in a story. That's fantastic. Whatever works for you to recharge, that's a connection with self, right? And if we're wanting to contribute to our own journey, our own journey, but then, you know, have that energy go out exponentially. Sometimes reading a book is the best thing and getting lost in something like that is the best thing you can do for your contribution for that day. Um, maybe be willing to clear up some of that trauma, some of the stuff that's coming up today. I worked with someone yesterday that my heart, um, I, it's important not to say my heart breaks. I, people say that a lot because energy follows, um, our words. So, but I couldn't help but feel this deep level of empathy for her because of the pain that she was experiencing. I know that pain and 
when I said to her, it feels to me like this is decades of pain. It's not directly related to the circumstance we're talking about. There was definitely some pain there from that. But the level of pain she was feeling was not equal to the experience. And that is always an indication that something's trying to be released. Something's trying to come up. And if you want to create a connection with yourself, clearing the clutter and clearing the things that are back there is a fantastic way to do that. It's just going to sit there and it's going to fester if you don't look at it. It can turn into disease process. It most likely will turn into relationship challenges. So if connection is an intention for you, check in those filing cabinets. When something comes up for me that I didn't even realize was in there, but it's coming up to be cleared and um, I want it to be cleared. Uh, one of the things I've said is I didn't even know where I, what filing drawer I put that in. Uh, it just happened to be there and that's the power of the subconscious, right? So being the more I feel like we clear up what's not happening to us today, but is affecting what's happening to us today, the better today gets. So be brave. You can do it. So connecting, and, and I've said this before, if you're having a hard time in your own circumference, volunteer, help others, engage, um, connect with that neighbor, and just feel part of a community. Uh, I was just talking with uh, my partner today about how much we miss Special Olympics because everything's been canceled and how much we miss the people. And I don't think either one of us realized him more so than me because he's been doing it for so many decades all the time, how much we really miss them. And that was a disconnect created due to circumstances. But there was, I feel like there was a little bit of protection going on within each of us of no, it's okay. It's fine. It's, we're just going through this. But allowing for that to be there and allowing ourselves to say, boy, I really miss them. Um, it brought joy back. It actually, so we reminisced about some of the stuff that the, the guys and the ladies say. And it felt like we spent a little time with them. So connect with others. Help others. Um, in this case, they're helping us and they don't even know it because oh, it's reminding us about the sweetness in the world. So educate yourself. Uh, you're here to learn and learning something new, even if it's learning how to build something, um, plant something, uh, work a piece of technology or... Uh, learn a new, I've been doing a, a, a new type of workout and sometimes <laughs> when she's going through it, I'm like, she wants me to put my foot where? Like, I don't know if that's physically possible. And then I have to pause the video, back it up, look and, and listen to what she said. And the whole time, you know, the the kind of the learner in me <laughs> says, this is so fun. My brain's firing on so many cylinders and then the other 
the physical part of me is like, but I still don't know where to put my foot. Um, scorpion position, look it up. <laughs> I was like, where? Uh, but this learning, this educating yourself, it keeps the connection to self alive. It keeps that vitality going. And if you're connecting with a teacher, that's great. Um, if you're learning along with one of your kiddos, that you know that allows for that expansion to be there too. So, and like I said, exercise, you know, it's such a great way because proprioception is your awareness of where you are in the world. So proprioception can be used spiritually. It can be used, it's most definitely used physically um, in physical therapy and in exercise and definitely in balancing on those BOSU balls. You need to know where you are in your world in order to be safe and in order to be uh, firing all of your energy systems. So exercise helps that. Hiking helps that. Um, anything that requires uneven ground or and uh, spatial concepts uh, helps with that. And that will increase your intuition too, because your energy field gets charged and then you're much more aware of the energy that's flying around in the world. Um, and, and, and in a very, I'm, I'm talking in a very um, playful way as well, because energy that's flying around isn't always toxic. A lot of the times it's hysterical. So the exercise, do it for you. Um, and, and, but also do it because of that connection, mind, body, spirit, getting everybody on board. And you can also recognize that you're growing and if you're feeling a desire to disconnect, this probably should have been in the first part of the show, but it's still applicable. If you're feeling a, 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 like you're a desire to disconnect, maybe look around and see if in fact you haven't grown and the circle around you just doesn't want to grow with you. I'm seeing this a lot with the, uh, you know, racist beliefs and, and in my own circle of stuff that I, I can't ignore anymore. Um, otherwise, again, I'm not being true to myself. I'm not connecting with myself. If I'm willing to um, stay and, and connected to those that have said point blank to me, this is not about um, I, I disagree with their political choice. They've said point blank, I'm not changing my mind on this. And it's like, I got to go. So um, recognize that you could be growing. And then in that, it, it will create a discord in energy, in vibration. And then it may still be necessary, but you can understand that this is healthy disconnection. I'm disconnecting from that which does not support me any longer. Um, and do it kindly though, please. So of course, meditating, exploring what faith means to you. What's your spirit connection? Like what's your connection to spirit? Uh, perhaps you haven't developed one yet. That's fantastic. Think of all the exciting things to come. Um, maybe you don't even know what the hell I mean when I say spirit. That's great. What is it your connection to the earth? 
where's your connection to your faith in humanity? Um, because it's still there. We need to hold that energy too. Um, when we're connecting, we're waking up. We are, you'll begin to see more signs of optimism, of hope, of joy. Um, and you'll also realize that, you know, life isn't leading you around by the nose, that you actually get to decide where you'd like to go and what you'd like to do with it. So that's what connection does. It reinforces the knowledge that your soul came here to learn. It came here to experience. And if you're in there consciously, it's just going to up the joy factor. Um, this time that we're going through is about great expansion. I've said it before. I, I'm going to maintain that because we're always growing, I believe. But this time right now is a major push through a birth canal. You know, I think we don't remember that because, ouch, it has to hurt. Um, so this experience, while some of it may be uncomfortable, if you want it to be less uncomfortable, relax into it, ask what you can do about it, and how can you contribute to connection and all that that means to you. So energetically, it's going to keep happening. So you may want to just... Uh, you may want to roll with it. You may want to engage with it. You may want to connect with it. <laughs> um, do you th can you do that? I believe you can, but do you want to? Can you commit to connecting to yourself, to spirits, to others, so that you don't have to go through another experience of disconnect again, so that you can s remain energetically charged and it's not always on full charge. Sometimes our battery does drain. Um, this is one of the keys to living a fulfilling, engaged, connective, playful, intelligent life. It's taking the idea of connecting somewhat seriously and with reverence. So I believe you can. I look forward to connecting with you, and I hope you have a most blessed week. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. As always, please like and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it. Leave a review and take a minute to share it with a friend. You can find me all across social media at, at Coach Vicki Baird, and you can book a virtual session with me from wherever you are in the world at vickibaird.com slash booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D dot com slash booking. Thank you again and see you on the next episode.